0: Welcome to another episode of Chasing Dublin, we'll talk about everything literature in Dublin and celebrate the city that we love and call home. My guest today is Colm Culligan and he is the owner of the Literary Pub Crawl that is an institution in Dublin. So without further ado, let's jump right into it. So um, will you tell me a little bit about the Literary Pub Crawl and how it came to be?
1: Well, we started the literary pub crawl in 1988. Uh, three of us got together. Uh, one was an academic from UCD and myself and another actor. And we—he he was doing the um, sort of biographical detail of the pubs and, and bringing people around. And myself and the other actor jumped in and started performing from the works of the writers. So that was the, the, the incendiary idea that took off. Really, the following year when we kept it going and it started to grow very quickly um, the city was uh, a was thousand years old in, in 1988 and uh, parts of the city where we are now are, were being pedestrianised so it started to lend itself to walking tours of Dublin and then the, the whole literary heritage of the city uh, Davy Burns where we're sitting at now which is so connected with James Joyce and his great novel Ulysses uh, a whole section of the book was, 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 was set in this pub Davy Burns say the Lestragonian section when Leopold Bloom entered Burns, moral pub, he doesn't chat, stands a drink now and then in leap year once and four. Cash to check for me once. So uh, Bloom is the central character of that novel and comes into this pub uh, in order to have himself a gorgonzola, cheese sandwich and a glass of burgundy wine. So we talk about all those uh, literary connections and then we perform from the works of writers as well, such as uh, Oscar Wilde when he goes off to Leadville in, in, in uh, Colorado and lectures the local miners, silver miners on his two subjects. Are <coughs> art and aesthetics, uh, to the amusement of the 300 people sitting in front of him. And uh, we, he writes home a famous letter to his friends in London about how he got on. So we talk about all of that, and we talk about uh, other more modern writers as well, like Michael Longley, the National Poet for Ireland in 2007. But we do that down in Trinity. So we merge Trinity, we have a very nice exclusive access to Trinity at night time, and we merge that section with all the pub sections as well, and then some of the street performances that the actors uh, the actors do so you'll see that on uh, when you come to the tour
0: and uh, what is what started your interest in literature and how what is your relationship to
1: that? Oh, well, we were all actors uh, in the 1980s and kind of struggling sometimes, not struggling others. We were getting getting a bit of work and not getting a bit of work. That's the way it is for actors all the time. But uh, when the idea, when we got together with the idea, then it, it just took off straight away and it just merged a lot of these sort of abilities that we have or I have personally sort of, you know, I'm good at business and I'm, I'm like to, I like to think that I'm an okay actor. So I'm sort of reasonably okay at communicating with people and also... Um, that I have a great interest in reading uh, all about these people and certainly the the historical background to the Mm -hmm. whole thing because I studied history and English in college.
0: And um, what would you say is your favourite part of the pub crawl and what is your personal... um... Well, um, I suppose
1: the earliest sections when we're talking about uh, James Joyce, I particularly like um, telling people about him because... People see him as being sort of so inscrutable as a writer that not, nobody can understand him, and uh, so there's endless jokes about about Ulysses. People always love the first episode of Ulysses because that's the only one they get through, <laughs> and so on. But we, in fact, the book is very easy to manage, and I always tell people that if they're interested in reading it or rereading it, they should go online to to YouTube and and get the there's a there's a whole group of people who've read it together, the Irish actors from RTE Drama Players, which is the Irish BBC, and They've read the whole book in the space of 36 hours so you can they'll do all the voices all the characters and then you can just sit with the book and read it uh, along with them and then listen to it being read for you so it's a very easy and accessible thing to do nowadays compared to having to struggle through it yourself if you're not Irish then there's an awful lot of literary or historical associations or illusions that you won't really get why would you uh, unless you're like an expert in all that too but even the sort of the song like language of, of Joyce is so uh, particular to the ear for an actor, it's very easy to 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 listen to. It's also easy to perform as well.
0: And uh, how do you see uh, Dublin being so intrinsically a part of the literary history that we have? And
1: well, it was it was before when it was a smaller city. Now it's a, sort of a bigger cosmopolitan city with lots of loud, brash pubs who couldn't give a damn about <laughs> about yeah. literature and wouldn't. Well, you wouldn't see people reading a book, in some of them, mm-hmm. but because they're also taken over with television, sport, mm-hmm. and loud music. So that doesn't that doesn't allow for sort of com- contemplative thinking uh, uh, people to sit in a corner and read a book or talk about writers or literature or the ideas behind it. So, I mean, it, you can, you'll, be, you'll find it quite tough on the ground to to get a place, a quiet pub nowadays. There's always interruptions. Davies, of course, is a great pub uh, because it's very good like that. It's got beautiful art on the walls as well, so even if you're sitting in there doing nothing, you can look at all the great art in the pub. There's, there are some good pubs that we, st- we still use and then there's, there's a lot of other stuff that's very, very noisy and uh, but, you know, that aside, um, you'd probably be hard-pressed to find sort of people sitting around talking about Joyce Stilittes in, uh, <laughs> in in groups in, in, in most pubs in Dublin. But there, there are some that are still doing the Duke down the road where we just start the tour. Uh, it's around the corner from a very famous bookshop called Hodges Figgis. So a lot of the modern writers who launch books in Hodges come around for the... Um, for, for, the, for the afters in the pub or uh, the post-mortem. and They chat about them to, but the book, how it was published with their friends and so on. So it's a very important pub nowadays for a lot of writers in the modern era mm-hmm. to come together. So that happens quite a bit.
0: And is there, you mentioned Ulysses, but is there another book or a poem or any piece of work really that you really love reading and going back to if that's Irish? It's
1: Irish. Well, I like uh, some of the modern female writers. Uh, Yvonne Boland is a, is a very fine writer who's uh, living in Stanford University in America, and she's a professor of poetry there, and she's written a lot of great stuff as well, so uh, we, like to, we like to quote from her work as well mm-hmm. when we're down in, uh, down in Trinity, because she was a student there. She was part of the Catholic inflow of, uh, of students in this 1960s, when it, was, when it was not supposed to be the right thing for Catholics to come to a, a Protestant institution like Trinity College. So the Archbishop of Dublin uh, didn't like the idea that his flock were going there, so they um, he banned them, and they had to get special permission to enter. Some of them defied his ban and, and went that way to it, <laughs> and just set up oh, yours. And they came anyway. Yeah. So she was one of that part of that group of people uh, who, who came in in the, in the 60s and then came through as a, as a writer. Okay.
0: And is there, other than the pub crawl, is there something that you um, would definitely suggest people do in um, Dublin that's related to literature or the arts, really? Um.
1: Well, I love I love the National Gallery. Um, I love the Yates Museum. The Yates exi- exhibition in the National Library It's also excellent. It's just about three blocks away from here. Um, and then I love the uh, Sweny's Chemist, which is uh, a lovely museum to the memory of uh, of Joyce and all his works, because um, the character Leopold Bloom was in that area uh, walking along and went into Sweny's to buy uh, to buy lemon soap because he wanted to go around to the Turkish baths on Nassau Street to drown his sorrows because his wife, uh, Nora Barnacle, was having an affair with Blazes Boylan and she was going to continue that affair that afternoon in Ulysses across the road in a hotel called The Ormond, which is no longer there. But um, the, the character of Leopold Bloom is such a nice, kind of uh, friendly human character and observes everything about Dublin, even though he's a Jew and uh, that's why Joyce liked the idea of a a Jewish everyman being the hero of the novel because he didn't like uh, Roman Catholicism he he couldn't bear it and he left Ireland and said goodbye to faith, fatherland, family and friendship the four F words of Irish life so he particularly wanted to uh, have a Jewish man as, a, as, as the observer and the central character of Ulysses and that's what, what Bloom is he's watching the city unfold throughout the day of an 18 hour period and he, he makes his observations about all the people and carriages that he knows and uh, Sweeney's is a lovely place uh, to go to
0: okay and uh, well thank you so much for talking to me and for your time and I'm sure our listeners will be very interested in what you have to say and um, I'll let you go now and we'll be back with another episode of Chasing Dublin next week